I'd like to thank KTMS 990 and Montecito Bank and Trust for making Scam Squad possible. I'm Patty Teal. And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next. Sound off. One, two. Sound off. Three, four. One, two, three, four. Scam Squad. Welcome to another episode of Scam Squad. So, Vicki, what do you have for us today? Hi, Patty. Well, today we've got a guest. His name is Jeff. And unfortunately, Jeff's parents got caught up in the lottery scam. And we've talked a lot about this before, but when Jeff was telling me about this, it was a very sophisticated operation. And I thought it was important that Jeff come on the show and tell us what happened with his parents, because as we know, these crooks are becoming more and more sophisticated in how they approach us. And it's important to know what new tricks they are using. So, Jeff, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for agreeing to share your parents' experience. And please start by telling us how you got wind of what was going on with your folks. Yes. Hi, Vicki. Thanks for uh, inviting me to your, your show. And it's, uh, it's disconcerting to see that these scams still take place and, and prey on the elders in our community. So... Um, I'm glad you've given me the opportunity to kind of share some of the experiences and hopefully some of your listeners out there will take heed and not fall into some of these very sophisticated scams that are now targeting elders and particularly my parents here over the last four months. So this is, uh, again, one of these sweepstakes scams that uh, we've all heard about and, and seen and been alerted but it's taken on a a whole new level of sophistication. I was not aware that uh, this was happening to my parents uh, until their pension basically was withdrawn and spent on basically uh, delivering some fees to uh, what I'll call a U.S. Customs and Border Protection scam. Oh, dear. So uh, the way this worked was it initiated with a phone call to my father uh, with respect to uh, a large sum of money that he had won through um, a sweepstakes program. Mm -hmm. Um, Then uh, that was followed by a, a package of information that basically uh, was in the letterhead of the U.S. Customs and Protection, Border Protection, looked very authentic and came from the supposed acting commissioner of the U.S. Customs and Border Protection. Oh, boy, wow. that's just diabolical. Yeah. It so it seemed very official. Uh, it seemed like, uh, you know, the U.S. government was playing a role in intercepting a high-value package and wanted to make sure that, uh, you know, my father was aware of this. However, then things started getting a bit uh, sketchy. Mm -hmm. Uh, With the uh, promised funds, Mm -hmm. uh, there was obviously uh, the all-familiar, well, in order to get access for these winnings, you need to basically pay cash in advance for the prize. Okay. And um, it provided a, a very kind of sophisticated way of, of uh, getting that money into the hands 
through wire transfers, uh, through a report of an international transportation of currency or monetary instruments form, which basically was a way to show that these monies were allegedly located at LAX, uh, but the funds were to be paid to uh, an address in New York. So consequently, there were a lot of um, inconsistencies, but with a very authentic look and feel to the documentation that was sent. Oh. And most important was uh, some of the, the interesting language. Um, you know, the, the correspondence always said, for your security purposes, please keep this information confidential. Uh-huh. Uh, don't let anybody know that you're interacting with us on behalf of your winnings. This may jeopardize your ability to access uh, the funds that have been promised to you. So, you know, they're trying to keep things confident and uh, confidential. And obviously, um, you know, we were kept in the dark as, as, as children trying to protect their parents right. uh, until it was already too late. So that's so a little bit the, of a background. They kept it confidential even from you, unfortunately. Yes. Yes, absolutely. The so, big, big red flag. So these payments, I'm guessing it wasn't one big cash payment. There were various demands at various points in time. Exactly. So initially it was a, a 10% of the winnings would okay. uh, release you know, the prize money. So once that was paid, then all of a sudden certain hurdles popped up. Um, uh, the accountant who was supposed to remit the sums was uh, ill and could not send out the payment, uh, and it became uh, evident that we needed some additional money. So there was a continuation of effort to not go once but twice, and in my father's case, four times to basically uh, embezzle money from his pension in order to you know, pay out this uh, alleged prize money. And how much did they say he had won? Uh, $750,000. Okay. Which is interesting because it's not such a huge sum that it seems highly unlikely. It wasn't multi-millions of dollars, which some of these sweepstakes scams claim. Multi-multi-millions of dollars. $750,000, you'd think, well... You know, maybe, maybe. Did they ever, or did he ever question how he could have won sweepstakes that he didn't enter, or did that ever come up? Yeah, I mean, that was some of our first questions to to my father was, did you ever enroll in the sweepstakes? And and he didn't. Um, You know, it was just the lure of having some winnings that obviously would make them, you know, more financially independent, Right. Uh, so some of some of those obvious things didn't resonate with my father initially. Um, you know, the correspondence was written under the actual acting commissioner uh, of the department. Um, so uh, I think he did do some due diligence in trying to look up and see if there was a commissioner under this name, uh, which there is. But then if you go into some of the forms that were sent, uh, the ship to address for the monies, um, uh, again, who the 
uh, payee, the American sweepstakes and promotions um, mm-hmm. uh, enterprise, which when you go to their website, uh, you'll see one of the first things that uh, they have is, uh, we are not a company that contacts you, um, you know, or requests that you pay money for any winnings on behalf of American sweepstakes and promotions. So it seems to be uh, a common occurrence where they use a legitimate business and then uh, obviously take advantage of uh, an unsuspecting elder to pay out, you know, sums of money here over Well, you know, there's, over there's so many there's so many layers to this one. First of all, they're saying it's American sweepstake from what you t- are telling us is a legitimate sweepstakes. And then they're sending information under what looks like a government agency, Customs and Border Protection. They're using a letter that looks very, very official, like it came from the U.S. government. And then they are also signing this official-looking document by an actual government employee, Obviously, they forged his signature and used his name. So if you did start checking around, there's a lot of things that kind of look legitimate, and you could easily get fooled. I hate to ask this question, and if you don't want to answer it, don't, but how much money did your parents lose in this scam? Over $20,000. Oh, I am so sorry. And how did you finally get wind of what was going on? This isn't the first time this happened to my parents. Back in 2016, a very similar scam happened, and, and my dad uh, acknowledged that it was a mistake, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, consequently, there hadn't been any kind of uh, questionable events in terms of transfer of money from his account. But uh, in July, when this activity started, we, we noticed that... Uh, my dad was unable to pay his month-to-month uh, utility bills and rent, oh, and okay. uh, that obviously uh, alerted us as 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 children trying to protect their parents that something was wrong, you know. And uh, he gets a very good pension from the federal government, but consequently, you know, with these very refined uh, scams. Um, he was not able to pay and manage his his month-to-month finances. So that's kind of how it alerted us and and to take action to to support and help him. And obviously our efforts today to bring this to light within Santa Barbara that these kinds of uh, scams are out there. It's interesting that he had to wire money someplace in the United States, which leads me to believe that there's probably a money mule involved, too, and that this sweepstakes scam is probably happening, actually, offshore, out of our jurisdiction. And this is often what they do. They want you to wire money to somebody in the United States, and then that money gets sent overseas to the crooks who are initiating this scam. And the other thing that strikes me, and this is sad but true, If you have fallen for a scam once, and if you have paid out money, or even if you have engaged in a phone conversation with a scammer or a crook, you're going to be put on what they call a sucker's list, and you're going to be retargeted. Somebody is going to come back at you with yet another type of scam or the same scam. This is something that you're going to have to be very aware of, that your parents are going to be retargeted. And that's something they're going to have to be aware of. 
very, very unfortunate. Is there anything else that you can think of, Jeff, that we should know about how this scam worked with your parents? Yeah, in addition to kind of the obvious, there was a, you know, to, to create kind of some fear and uncertainty and doubt, there's some additional language here that, uh, you know, you have this pending amount of uh, prize money, uh, in this case, $750,000, and that there's criminal consequences if you don't report those cash uh, winnings right. and that uh, misstating uh, and not reporting could include not only the forfeiture of that money, but a fine ranging from 250 to $500,000 and possibly jail time. So again, not only are they trying to make this very legitimate, but they're trying to create fear in that I need to act now uh, mm -hmm. in order to not be subject to any criminal consequences. So uh, it's it's you know, addressing well, all the issues to, to, to yeah. create action. I'm seeing three red flags right off the bat. One is the need to pay cash in advance. And the rule is that no legitimate sweepstakes will ask you to pay cash to receive your money. You don't have to pay to play. So that's a huge red flag. If they ask you to buy something or send money or pay taxes or pay a shipping fee, anything like that, it is a scam. The other one is keep it confidential. Don't tell anybody. Huge red flag. Just crooks want you to keep this supposed good news confidential. And finally, act quickly. Those are three things that just make you believe it's a scam. Paying cash in advance, keeping it confidential, and acting quickly. Those are really the red flags that everybody should watch out for. So, Jeff, I really want to thank you so much for coming on the show and telling us how your parents got scammed. And I'm sure we can all understand how this happened because, as I've said many times before, these crooks are becoming much, much more sophisticated and clever about how they approach us. So any of us could get taken in, and um, that's why it's important to have people who are willing to come on the show and talk about what happened to them or their family members. So, Jeff, thank you very thank much you, for sharing. Yes, those scammers, just, just awful, you know, and the fact that they warned them that they could have tax consequences if they didn't report what they'd won. They really covered all the bases and the, the letterhead that looked so real. So I'm sure your parents feel terrible that they got suckered, but, you know, I hope they understand that it really was not their fault and it could have happened to so many people. Absolutely. Well, thanks for allowing me to uh, share this, this story and hopefully uh, uh, people will take heed and... Uh, you know, do some due diligence, you know, share this with family members who they trust, uh, who could maybe take a second look at that, at some of these, um, these potential scams. So uh, hopefully this will, will help in a small way to, to get the word out to uh, the community here in Santa Barbara. Well, That's sure very good advice. That. We do appreciate it. Very good advice. If in doubt or if any doubt, talk to somebody you trust. And I'm going to add myself to that conversation. If you get a phone call or if you get something in the mail that sounds too good to be true, it probably is. But if you still have questions, call me. 
area code 805-568-2442. 805-568-2442. Before you act on one of these supposed great windfalls, please give me a call. And with that, Patty, I actually have some good news for our listeners. Okay, Vicki, I can't wait to hear the good news. What is Okay. Well, this is actually really good news. I got a bulletin from the Federal Trade Commission, and here's the caption, Recent Federal Trade Commission Cases Resulting in Refunds. So, as you know, the Federal Trade Commission enforces the consumer protection laws to stop illegal business practices and get refunds to people who lost money. So this is a list of recent FTC cases that resulted in refunds. It's a long, long list, and a couple of brands that I noted that I recognized, one was LifeLock, and one was Equifax. And we all know that Equifax exposed about 150 million Americans' personal data, and they are now going to pay up to $700 million that's going into a fund for people who were affected by this data breach. So the way you get to this list, Google recent FTC cases resulting in refunds, or the site is www.ftc.gov slash enforcement slash cases, and that should get you to the refund section. So ftc.gov forward slash enforcement forward slash cases, and that should get you to refund information. But I think the way I'd approach it is just go to recent FTC cases resulting in refunds. That's the big headline for the Federal Trade Commission. So take a look at it, and if any of these products are companies that you have done business with and you feel like you've been taken advantage of, check it out. Thank you so much, Vicki. That is very good news. And I'm going to ask you to give your fraud hotline number once again. It is area code 805-568-2442. After airing on KTMS News Talk 990, shows are posted on Hub for Podcasting. That's Hub F-O-R Podcasting, and just look for the Scan Squad graphic. And we look forward to tuning in again next week. Bye-bye now. Bye, Patty.